Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. You are going to love hearing from Dale. She has so much enthusiasm and joy as she comes alongside folks to help them understand how God designed them for a purpose. She's a facilitator with Core Clarity, which is a framework that uses the 34 Clifton Strengths to identify each person's uniqueness. You can learn more about that on episode three. You're going to hear her refer to some descriptions, which are called core drills, which explain a little bit more about various combinations of the five strengths a person might have. One thing that encouraged me as we talked is how at one point, Dale really didn't see where she fit on a team that she was working with because she was wired so differently than they are. After she understood her giftings, she started to embrace her strengths. As you can hear for many years now, she has been such a catalyst for others to also do that too. As she says, she loves, loves, loves what she gets to do as she meets with people. Recently, a few people I talked with raved about how when they met with her, that Dale had such an amazing and comforting insight into who they were and how their strengths totally made sense to how how wonderful they are. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Welcome, Dale. I am so excited for us to have this conversation and for our listeners to hear a bit about you and all the wisdom and joy and encouragement that you bring to the world. Welcome. Thank you, Barbara. (laughs) Well, I would love for you just to tell a little bit about who you are and where you live and what you do. Well, I am uh, living in Florida right now with my husband. We are on staff with Crew and have been on staff for 46 years. That's mm. kind of hard. Um, I, I have six children, almost 17 grandchildren. <gasps> wow. Yeah, the ne- next one's due within the next 10 days. So this is kind of exciting. And I have, for the last 23 years, been working with a group called Lake Heart Stint. And this has been a ministry to our staff needing a place to land, either when they come back from overseas or they're coming from a difficult ministry situation, or they just need space to breathe. And it's a, an opportunity to be in a place and a space to have some coaching, to be in community with others. They all live together in the same apartment complex mm-hmm. and they have opportunities to hear from our leaders and spend time with them up close and personal. So it's been a really fun job in a lot of ways. And I feel like now that I'm as old as I am, I've finally figured out what I enjoy doing. Mm. Wow, that's great. What a what a huge ministry. I know we've had different friends over the years do that and I'm I know it's such a life-changing time for people as they're regrouping or getting like you say input and encouragement on all on all angles. 
Well, I think about um, just over the years, just various times our paths have crossed, but mostly I, one of the memories I have is when we, you know, a lot of summers when we'd be in Fort Collins and, you know, like you say, you have a lot of children and I think one of your daughters and my daughter were in the same friend group maybe one mm-hmm. year, but I remember, you know, as moms, we're always trying to figure out, okay, how do I let the, let the reins out a little looser and, you know, these kids would run all around this apartment complex and yours were running around a lot. Like they crossed the street to go over to campus. I'm like, no, you are not doing that. And I just remember thinking, okay, well, she's older and wiser, but it's just like, I wasn't there yet. But (laughs) so that was one of my um, experiences of you, but just admiring just your um, wisdom as a mom and loving your kids. But, but then too, when we, um, you know, I had a little more connection to, and we, when we went through the training for core clarity and uh-huh. tell me a little bit about just your experience with, um, your strengths journey. And this, even when that happened with core clarity, with other people that got trained to do what, what we've done with, um, staff and teams to help them understand their strengths. But I, I didn't realize it was such a um, such an amazing story. So I'd love to hear that. Oh, thank you. I think one of the things that was uh, interesting for me with Core Clarity was when I first took it, which was years ago. Nobody ever bothered say anything about it. They just wanted to see what your colors were, hmm. and I actually thought that's all that it was about. It's like, oh, there's words, there's colors. Uh-huh. I'm some blue, I'm some purple, I got one orange, there you go, you know. And so it's, it wasn't even a sense of understanding what it was about mm-hmm. until I was on a team and it was a team of people coaching people from overseas. So it was a distance coaching thing. Mm-hmm. And I was on this team and we were having a general discussion with Candace Fitzpatrick, who was the creator of Core Clarity. And when the man who was organizing the entire seminar was going through it, we had all these papers with where everybody's strengths were lined up. And I sat there and looked at mine and recognized that Four out of my five were all by themselves way over on the side. Mm. Only one of mine were part of where everybody else was. And I felt so far distanced from everyone else that I muted for most of it and rather quietly sobbed. So went through it. I don't even remember a whole lot about what Candace said at that point. It was good stuff. But... um, I was just feeling very out of it and very much like I could not be part of because I wasn't like any of Mm -hmm. those people. And afterwards, Bob said, why don't you all email Candace and let her know how much you appreciated what she's done for us. And I thought I can do that. And so I did that. And when I did, I added after my gratitude, a little blurb that said, I want to know how to get off this team. I don't fit. I am not part of this. And I feel like a duck out of water. Mm. And she immediately wrote back and said, can you talk? Mm. And so she called and we talked for a while. And 
The thing I think that was most amazing to me is she sat there and looked at my top five strengths. Mm-hmm. And it's they're fairly people oriented. There's no thinking in any of them. But she said, "Did you ever stop and think that this group needs you? They mm-hmm. need you to balance out who they are because they don't have any deep feeling people." And I thought about that for a minute, and I told her, "Yes, that's true, but I." don't want to be the one that sticks out like a sore thumb. And she said, Dale, sometimes being the one that sticks out is the place that God puts you mm. so you can help others grow. And I'm like, oh, golly. <laughs> so at that point, I began my own personal campaign to get Core Clarity to do a training for us at Crew, which took at least two years. Because mm. nobody wanted to do it. It was, you know, talking to LDHR and all that. It was not something that they understood. Mm-hmm. So they didn't understand the value of it. But that has changed a lot. Yeah. Uh, lately, it's, I, like you, I do teams and groups. And it's amazing when you can focus on, how God has put you together, Mm -hmm. that you can show up with a sense of thriving and purposefulness Mm. that gives your life meaning and joy. Yeah. Wow. That's that's so um, exciting. And I love just that backstory because I think (laughs) it's easy, you know, for any of us to look at someone and think, oh, wow, they're doing so Mm -hmm. great at what they do. But we all have a lot of steps in our journey, and we always don't know what those are for other people. Can you briefly just um, tell what your top five strengths are? And um, even like how you love, how they kind of dovetail in what you're doing or just the backbone of what you're doing now? Well, they all pretty much do. My number one is empathy. So I'm literally a bleeding heart. Um, (laughs) John teases me. I, I cry at Publix commercials. Um, our local grocery store, they uh-huh. have very touching commercials. So oh, I'm, I'm right there second. with you. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Positivity is second. Uh, I don't like dwelling on the negative. So uh, I tend to be rather upbeat. Uh, developer then is number three. So I enjoy helping others succeed. Communication is four. I have lots of words. Mm-hmm. And adaptability is five. So I am, I love the word pivot, which was the COVID word of the day. And so I, I have this sense of being able to pivot and go with the flow, which makes it easier to be with people, especially when they show up the way they are. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm an optimizer, which makes me a great first responder because I never consider the cost to myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is the upside and downside of being a, you know, lacking green. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, uh, this has been being able to connect this with what I do on stint has been the best job ever with mm-hmm. crew. So it's yeah, been So what, it, what does that look like? Do you do a lot of like using Core Clarity, I think you mentioned you use other assessments also. Yes. 
Uh, I use, I do, I'm the assessment person with stint. And so when folks come through the program, I'm the one that sits with them over their assessment. So I do core clarity and I do Berkman, which really refers a lot more to the development of our stories and mm-hmm. our choice of behavior, how we choose to show up and often the attitude behind that. Hmm. That's great. Well, what, what do you just love about what you get to do with people? Like, tell me a good story of like just helping someone see their greatness and how they're wired. Or I imagine that's kind of like at the heart of what you, why you love what you do. Oh, it, it is, it is phenomenal. And I really kind of creep people out because I'll sit there and go through their strengths with them and make some comments and they're going, you're in my head. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, you're in my head. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm just reading a report here. Trust me, just reading the report. Yeah. But I think one of the fun things about this is it is so easy in our culture, not just crew culture, but American culture to compare. Mm-hmm. We compare all the time. Somebody does this better than me. Somebody does that better. And we manage an image so that the way we show up is acceptable to other people. Mm-hmm. What I love about Core Clarity is that it takes away the need for comparison because when you recognize that you are intentionally, purposefully, beautifully made by God a certain way, mm-hmm. it gives you a sense of wholeness that I was made for a reason. This is not just some random mush up of talents or whatever. This is purposeful. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that people really grab onto is the hope of being able to work through the way God made them to be able to accomplish the call he's had on their lives. Mm-hmm. And so I think the, the fun, and I will use this word again and again, is the fact that when God put each of us together before he created the world, it was with intention and delight. And when I think about that, Barbara, it makes me realize that I was on God's heart and mind way before this world was made. Mm -hmm. We have been loved that long. And if that love went into creating who I am, who you are, that is pretty powerful. Yeah. So it's kind of owning, owning the person God has made you to be and recognizing it's not something that you stood in line to collect. It's God's choice. And mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, that's great. Well, I imagine as you sit down with people that even though you have the bleeding heart, I bet you have helped others to maybe have some tears or insight into who they are. Do you have any particular stories that really stand Uh, out to you? Yeah. I've got a good friend that I've gotten to know as a result of all of this. His name's Doug. And Doug, his story is is a little difficult, but beautiful. Uh, And when we went through his core clarity, he has several frozen assets. Mm. So a couple of of his talents are empathy and positivity and developer. 
And in men, like you. Uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. that's why we connected really well. But what that meant was, as a boy growing up, those were not affirmed in him. And so he had this very tender heart that allowed him to feel deeply for others, but tears weren't acceptable at home. Mm-hmm. Um, emotion wasn't something that was valued, especially from a boy. And he learned to be tough and to push down all that sentiment, as it was called, and be tough, mm-hmm. be a man, suck it up and deal. And when I sat down with him and I saw this, I said, do you recognize that God has gifted you with a tenderness and a compassion that a lot of men don't exhibit or choose to exhibit? And tears started coming down his Mm. cheeks. And I got to tell you, I was crying because he said, I never thought that that person had any value. He said, I've worked my whole life Mm. to squash those feelings. And he said, and you just gave them value. I said, I didn't. God did. God Mm. gave you those talents. So it's, it's doing things like that. And I had a... Another gal that I got to work with who has since become a good friend, uh, hers were also frozen assets on the women's side. So for women, assets or talents like command and self-assurance and competition, (laughs) significance are often not valued because they're not nurturing. They're Mm -hmm. seen as very strong leadership styles. And so I said, do you realize if we took your name off of there and put Bob on top, anybody who saw this profile would think, I want this guy on my team. Mm -hmm. And she was a petite little redhead. So her physical demeanor did not match up with this lion-hearted woman Mm -hmm. who was a mover and a shaker. Barbara, she intimidated men Mm. and she thought it was because she was thoughtless because that's what she was told. She was called the B word Mm -hmm. a lot and men just didn't want to work with her. And I said, do you realize God has given you a strength of character that men envy Mm. and that he gave it to you? for you to use for the causes he is calling you to, I said, don't back down. Don't back down from the strength of who you are. She, okay, as opposed to Doug, Tara just started laughing out loud. She said, me, and she was so excited because she finally recognized this was God-given goodness. Mm not something that others could just push aside and say, I don't want to work with you. Right. So it's, I mean, to see from God's perspective that how he put you together was purposeful, I think it just changes people. Yeah. Wow. That's exciting. Well, um, this is a little tangent, but I know like when we do our workshops, there's time to help people see what talents might collide with each other. 
have you had any um, sparky kind of conversations in that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have a, um, a person I've worked with this year who actually has in their top 10 both positivity and deliberative, mm. which, as you know, are yeah. opposites. And bless his heart, you know, he sits there and goes, okay, so just tell me I'm messed up, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's a crazy person no, to himself. <laughs> no, no, no. I said, now, these can cause tension. Mm-hmm. These can cause tension. But I said, how this works is you are not only naturally careful, but you are naturally hopeful. Mm-hmm. And I said, the two of those together can work in conjunction because what you see is literally the whole picture. Mm-hmm. It's not just the, oh, this is all sunshine and roses, or, oh, you know, we're slogging through quicksand and we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. But it's this sense of both and. And I said, you just need to recognize that conversation is going to help you develop both of these to use alongside each other. Instead of intention. I said, Mm. you're not either or, you're both and. Right. So it's looking at it from that perspective. But he, and a lot of times it's what we do because when we're in the moment, you're, you're feeling something. And so sometimes he would feel that very cautious demeanor Mm -hmm. saying, oh, wait, wait, you know, don't be careful. That's going to be a problem. It's a pitfall. It's an issue. And the other side is, oh, look at there's a there's a light at the end of every tunnel. The tunnel is long, but I know that I know there's a light. And he says, and those can coexist. I said beautifully, right? Because God saw that you needed both to do the work He's calling you to. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. That was just fun. I've never seen anybody like that before. Hmm. Positive and deliberative. Yeah, with one group I met with, um, that was a a more um, tense conversation with somebody <laughs> with positivity and deliberative, and it did surface some things I needed to talk about, and so yes. it was actually encouraging, even though encouraging for me, I think a little more stressful for them. <laughs> but well, I, what you it, probably did for them though was recognize: here's a fact; these are truths. And by acknowledging them, you're beginning to deal with them and moving forward and growing in them. Yeah. So you actually gave them opportunity for growth. Yeah. Well, harmony is my number one. And I do <laughs> I do appreciate just this tool because I do think, I know it's not the answer to everything, but I do think when people understand how someone else is wired, it gives them a little more hopefully grace and patience and understanding. Yeah. But we all usually just still see it from our side of the coin. But um, anyway, I just think it's such a great tool to, to understand. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm curious with your family, do you have y'all to uh, have all your children and their spouses done this? Or is that a lot of conversation that y'all have among you? It It is more and more because one of my daughters is also uh, certified in Berkman. And so uh-huh. oftentimes the conversations come up. And even those that 
or not will say, oh, that's your strategic coming through. We have quite the plethora of difference in oh, the families. So we've got Illuminarios who are all above the line. You mm-hmm. know, it's just people, 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 people. Mm-hmm. I, we have gurus that are parties in their heads. <laughs> yeah, um, It's kind of like the three ring circus with the sideshow. And we've got uh, pace setters that are all motivation. And we've got bridge engineers that are all about connecting. Mm-hmm. So it is the most amazing interaction between all of us because it becomes really fun to see how people are showing up. And honestly, I wish to heaven I'd known this when my kids were younger, because even now I'm starting to spot with my grands uh-huh. uh, certain talents I in bet. each of them, which is really, really fun. So uh, I have a, a 19, a 17, and a 15-year-old uh, grandkids, uh-huh. and they've all three because they're ha- they, they have a course at school that actually uses strengths finders. So they're Uh operating out of that. And they're just, I mean, even seeing who they are and how they operate is Mm -hmm. just really fun. And it's like, well, that answers a lot of questions. Yeah. It just makes so much sense. Well, but it's great for conversation, but it's also really great for laying foundational truths and allowing people to pause long enough to give compassion to somebody who doesn't think like they do. Mm -hmm. So for instance, two of my kids, two of my daughters, I have five girls, one boy, but two of my daughters, um, one's an Illuminario. Another one is, she's a force of nature. Mm. Okay. So they have not always had an easy relationship because one of them is very, straightforward and impactful and dadgum, I'm going to influence the world wherever I go. The other one is just compassionate and kind and gentle and sensitive. Yeah. And so they have kind of collided occasionally. And when we sat them down and kind of explained the difference, it was, oh... I get it. And the response was, you don't operate that way to annoy me. That's just who you are. Yeah. So it's it's awareness. And I think awareness goes a far, far way in helping us be patient and kind with other people. Yeah. I mean, I keep telling my kids, courage and kindness are the two things you need to really move forward in faith in, be courageous because God says, don't fear, but be kind because he says, love one another. Mm, That's good. I like that. That's great. Uh, Well, I would love to just sit down and hear all kinds of stories that I know you have in this, but I know um, recently I saw you celebrated a big birthday and tell me about that or even just like what you're looking forward to in this year. Well, you know, numbers are numbers. Uh, mm-hmm. I Part of my story is we did not celebrate birthdays a lot growing up. We would have extended family over, but, you know, school parties and that kind of thing that all, everybody's kids do today, we, we just didn't have that. So birthdays never meant a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
what happened was all six of my kids came home and surprised me the day after my birthday, which made it an even bigger surprise. So got up, was doing my morning routine, went into shower, came out to get a cup of coffee and the six of them were there. Oh, did you burst into tears? Oh, I screamed first and then I burst into tears because it was so incredibly kind and amazingly gracious for them to show up because everybody had been together a month and a half earlier for my son's 40th birthday. Mm. So I didn't even think they'd be able to do that, but they did. Uh And we had, you know, it's the fun part, and I don't want you to take this wrong, they came without spouses and kids. And so it got to be me Uh and my kids, which as they've gotten older is, I like them as people. I love them as my own, Yeah, but I like them as people. And so conversation was just amazing. You're making me cry. Well, it was, (laughs) it was a, an incredible time of just having them, love on me, which honestly with who I am is sometimes hard to receive, Mm -hmm. but it was really, really beautiful. And we were talking earlier about Encanto, that movie, the kids movie. Yeah. There's a song in there. We don't talk about Bruno. They rewrote the lyrics and we always talk about Nana and they sang it for me, which holy monkeys, that, that was amazing. So it was, it was an incredible opportunity. But I see time as, you know, the older I get, the more I recognize that we make choices and we can't make excuses. You know, an excuse is a choice made without thinking of consequences. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at it that way, what I am enjoying doing right now is I love my job. I love, 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 love my job. I love coaching people. I love going through these assessments and helping people grow in their faith, um, helping them recognize who they are and celebrate who God has made them to be. Mm -hmm. But I've also always wanted, ever since I was a little kid, I've always wanted to write a book. And so I've written a novel and I just got it back from a dear friend who's an editor. So now I've got to go through it and I'm going to see if I can't get it published. Oh, that's exciting. That's that's been a dream, but that's my communication. You know, I had to pour my words out somewhere better on paper than to people's ears. Oh, that's great. Well, and I love your blog when you um, post things. It's always so many insightful things that you write on that. I'm sure that's been a fun outlet too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That A friend of mine years ago uh, said, you need to write about things that matter. And I said, well, life matters, and so does Jesus. And she says, well, write about that. Uh So that's what it's become. It's tip of my iceberg. And it's been a hoot because you know, honestly, Barbara, I know I'm not this good, but God gives me ideas that are absolutely from out of nowhere. And a mm-hmm. lot of times it's just from a picture or right. something I can or understand a word. That. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been a fun journey. Mm, that's great. Well, Dale, this has been um, just such a treat just to l- get a little glimpse into you and Aww. your amazing 
strengths, but just more importantly, how you are just using them to bless so many people and encourage them and who God made them to be. And I don't know what could, what could be better. I know everybody has great jobs, but I love hearing about what you're doing. Do you have any other little tidbit of advice you'd like to give any of our listeners who might have any strengths you have, or even just wondering, wondering about the whole idea of their strengths? Yeah. I have, I have talked with so many people who look at their strengths and say, I don't like that. I, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And their response often comes from not just only a misunderstanding, but not recognizing how the package can work together mm-hmm. and how it actually benefits them to look at themselves with honesty and clarity. And so my encouragement would be to look at who you are, look at the strengths. It's It really is probably the best and most easily adapted assessment I have ever seen. But recognize that this is God's investment in us. When we get Jesus, we get all of him we're ever going to get, but we don't show up as all of Jesus. We show up as part of him. Mm-hmm. And all 34 strengths, Jesus demonstrates in the Gospels. And some of the fun is going through and seeing how he shows up in the ones that we are. Right. But even better, I think, is recognizing that it is intentional and it is done out of a heart of love from God. So when he invests, he is challenging us, challenging us to steward it to steward the gifts he's given us for his glory and our joy. Mm. I think that's important. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a great word. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Dale, for um, just this conversation. And I'm excited for people to be blessed and encouraged by hearing from you and just what's on your heart and things God's been showing you over all these years. So thank you so much. Thanks, Barbara. It's been fun. Thanks. Take care. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.